Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Inspiring Healthy Changes. I'm Lisa Blanche, naturopath and director of Gisborne Health Essentials. And today we are talking about cancer. So we're talking about it from the perspective of how do we ensure that the body is picking up on anything that's going wrong, any cancer that's developing in the body, or perhaps you're going through cancer yourself at the moment, or a loved one is, or you've been through it, you've been through your chemo, your radiation, and what you need to do to ensure that it doesn't come back. So today we're going to talk about general guidelines. Obviously, if there's anything ever specific for you, you're best off having a consult and we'll go through your specific needs. But today we'll talk about some general guidelines that are really, really important for um, whether you want to just prevent cancer or you really need to ensure that it's not going to come back or you're recovering. What do we need to do? And there's so much research, as you could imagine, behind all of this. And so it's just a matter of you having this information, having the latest research so that you can really, truly support your body. Part of it is this immune surveillance. So ensuring that your body can recognize cancer, can know it's there, can be vigilant and pick up on it before it actually becomes an issue. It's so important. And for that to occur, we need to make sure the immune system is working really, really well at top notch so that it can correctly identify any antigens, foreign invaders and eradicate them as soon as possible and for the immune system to be at top notch we need to ensure that there's no like underlying infections or you know if you're like getting even if it's UTIs all the time or any sort of chronic infection that continues is just dampening your immune system so it's not going to the surveillance isn't going to be as great or we might be talking about overreaction. So say um, in autoimmune conditions, if that's not managed well and the body's constantly, the immune system's constantly overreacting or perhaps you have food allergies or sensitivities and the body's constantly in that state of overreaction, then your immune system isn't at top notch. So really, before we even talk about the general guidelines for cancer, you need to make sure that you're working on these other things as well. And your naturopath will always be there with you um, because we take that holistic approach. We're not just looking at one specific thing. We're not looking at just getting rid of a tumor. We're looking at the whole body and how we can support you and get you at optimal health, get you feeling fantastic. You know, it's so important. So make sure you have a chat to your naturopath. And if you don't have one, um, you can always come and see one of us at Gisborne Health Essentials. So let's now move on to general guidelines. There's a lot of research behind these and they're really important. You make them work for you. There's some general ones and, you know, there might be specific things that are that are great for you as well. But generally, we need to, first of all, be as lean as possible, with, obviously within normal range. So 
easier said than done. People will know, you know, when you've been through chemo and radiation and you're exhausted and fatigued and you're going for the wrong foods and um, you've, you know, you haven't been able to move as much and so therefore you may have put on weight from that as well. So I know it's easier said than done. And this is a truly, truly a journey that I go through with my clients. You know, it's not a quick, okay, well, I've lost weight and I'm at the ideal weight for me. I'm within normal range and everything's great now. It doesn't work like that. You want to stay within that normal range all the time, but in a really healthy, wholesome way. And then we want to avoid any weight gain once we're at that state and particularly increases in waist circumference. You really want to avoid that. So as part of avoiding that is ensuring that we're physically active, which is another one with a lot of research behind it. You know, this 30 minutes a day, uh, just make sure actually if you are at burnout, uh, particularly if you have just recently finished chemo or radiation, that it's just 20 minutes at a time. You might end up doing that twice a day. You might even find at the start that it's only 10 minutes you do it at a time. Never push your body beyond what it feels capable of doing because that's just going to do more damage as as we know. But in general, we're going for 30 minutes a day, however you need to do that. We're going to limit the consumption of energy-dense foods as opposed to nutrient-dense foods. And I think most of you would know what I mean by that. Energy-dense foods is like the, you know, if you think of them as the white foods, those ones that we go for for the quick hit, even if it is a semi, you know, healthy sounding food like white rice, for example, or a bit of bread or pasta, we still want to limit them because it stops us from getting in the nutrients that we need. We want those nutrients. We don't want just the energy. We want the nutrients as well. And we can't fit them in if we're having too many of these energy dense foods. Now, we also want to eat mostly foods of plant origin. And again, this is one I know for some people, I know some of my clients really struggle with this. It does depend on what cancer you may be prone to or have had. Particularly if it's a hormone-based cancer, though, we certainly want to be looking at that plant-based diet. But for any, you know, the, the meat is going to cause a bit of inflammation in the body. And as we said earlier about the immune system, we want that to be at top notch. So we don't want anything impacting that whatsoever. Also, you'll find that plant-based foods in general are so much easier to digest. So the body's not taking up precious time and energy digesting. Instead, it can do its job, particularly if you are recovering from cancer. That's really, really important. We want to reduce free radical damage as well with antioxidant-rich food. So those that are high in zinc, um, you know, and our different vitamins, vitamin A that a lot of people forget about, vitamin C, obviously, um, E, you know, the B vitamins, the alpha lipoic acid that's in um, many foods, our essential fatty acids as well, and the EPA, DHA uh, is really important. The antioxidants and bioflavonoids, they actually suppress the activity of inflammatory chemicals and uh, inhibit oxidation. So they've got a really important role to play. When we talk about EPA, DHA, by the way, you might recognize them. They're what um, we get from fish oil. You can actually get vegan-based EPA, DHA now, which is so, so good. It's basically the algae that the, the algae, sorry, <laughs> that the fish eat in order to get the EPA, DHA themselves. So we can go straight to the source and it works fabulously. 
We also, in terms of general guidelines, we want to reduce our chemical overload. So this is now looking at your environment. What are your cleaning products, your skincare, your hair care, your makeup, your deodorant? Also looking in your food as well for artificial sweeteners, colors, preservatives. We want to reduce that chemical um, overload on the body because it, again, is taking up our precious energy. Like it, the body will always have to prioritize these things and therefore it's not doing its job. So let's reduce that, that load on the body. Let's also make sure that we have adequate fiber because it's this fiber not only do we need it, obviously, for correct gut bacteria, but we need those really healthy, wholesome bowel movements so that we can reduce the toxic load. We want to get rid of the toxins and the fiber will attach to that to them beautifully and take it out of the system. So really important that we've got the fiber. You'll get lots of fiber, though, if you're having a nutrient-dense diet as opposed to an energy-dense diet so from legumes and and fruit and vegetables etc so let's have a look at the inflammatory foods because cancer does thrive in inflammatory environments we want to avoid the pro-inflammatory foods we don't want to make it any worse for ourselves so that's the limiting of the meat that we discussed early particularly particularly red meat cow milk products and other animal products uh, we definitely want to avoid processed meats. You can still have some fish, um, depending on what type of cancer you have. Obviously, again, this is an individual thing, but in general, a bit of fish is could be okay. We want to reduce for reducing inflammation. We want to reduce the refined carbohydrates, so the breads, um, couscous, pasta, takeaway, processed foods, gluten, sugar. We want to avoid butter and margarine. So replace it with things like olive oil, hummus dip. I love using because you've got the protein from the chickpeas in that as well. Um, Or other cold pressed oils and homemade dips. And you want to avoid alcohol and stimulants such as coffee as much as possible too. Um, Coffee will burn you out. So you'll particularly notice after if if you've had to go through chemo or radiation that the body's already at burnout phase. You might feel like you need your coffee, but you'd probably be a lot better off having a matcha with all those antioxidants in them. As long as you're okay with a bit of green tea, you'll love the matcha and you'll love the effects of it. So then we've taken out those foods. We really want to now introduce the vitalizing foods, those nutrient-dense foods. And the best way to do it is to get a good diversity of foods in there. So a broad range of nuts and seeds, and you can still have your seafood or, or fish, as we discussed before, some whole grains, fruits and vegetables every day. Go for the brightly colored and the green vegetables. The bitter greens, such as rocket, will stimulate the liver and digestive system. Garlic, onions and mushrooms um, are fantastic and have all shown a lot of promise in terms of cancer as well. So, But also the garlic and onions will work beautifully on the liver too. The mushrooms for their, depending on what mushrooms you're having, obviously, but you know, there's um, say reishi and shiitake are just beautiful for immune surveillance. And we use them really often in cancer with our clients. Now, when we talk about whole grains, we're talking about brown rice um, for that great fiber. You can soak it overnight and rinse in the morning before cooking. 
Wild rice is pretty good as well. Buckwheat, millet, amaranth, quinoa, if you're okay with quinoa. Some people are a little sensitive to it, so just um, try out a small amount first and have them instead of wheat. And in terms of the good fats, you know, make sure that uh, they're organic if possible when you're having your raw nuts and seeds and your fish, obviously you want that to be as organic and, um, yeah, free of... Um, free of metals as much as possible as well obviously we want plenty of protein in every meal now protein is required for the regeneration of damaged tissues and for efficient detoxification but it's also what makes our immune system so we want that protein we want uh we've spoken about taking out meat you can still have eggs i wouldn't have more than say one a day and as we discussed most people can still have a bit of fish your nuts, your seeds, your legumes, such as your chickpeas, your beans, your lentils. Hemp protein is beautiful as well and other easy-to-digest plant-based um, protein powder. But make sure it is, um, it you know, has the digestive enzymes or, or things in there to assist with digestion. We want to drink large amounts of fluids such as water, say fresh vegetable and fruit juices, herbal teas. You want to have that at least two litres a day to flush the body beautifully. And as we said earlier, go organic as much as you can to avoid the herbicides and pesticides, the fertilizers, fungicides, antibiotic growth promoters, as these all cause inflammation and additional pressure on your liver. So it seems like that was quite a bit of information to cover it, cover in a small amount of time. These, again, as I said, they're just general guidelines. They may not be exactly what you need, but I'm hoping that today will just point you in the right direction of what you can do to prevent cancer or to stabilize your situation and to get you on a really good track of looking after yourself, of having a strong immune surveillance and keeping on track you know and there's obviously in our clinic there's supplements and herbs that we use to keep on track as well i often do give people a high dose um mush there's a few particular mushroom supplements that work beautifully to continue that immune surveillance as well and the, there's other things as well we do according to what type of cancer according to what your body is prone to its history and what you need to just get back to optimal health or stay at optimal health that is what we're aiming for as naturopaths you know we don't just want to get rid of a cancer we want you to feel fantastic and that's your birthright and that's where we want to get you at so we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Um, please leave a comment if you've got any questions or just leave a comment anyway. We'd love, love to hear from you. And if you need any further support, you know where to find us at Gisborne Health Essentials. Thanks so much for listening today. Really appreciate it. And have a great day. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Inspiring Healthy Changes. And as always, we'd love to hear what you think. 